What's up, guys? Uh, welcome to the first ever episode number one podcast of Ready or Not. Today, we're going to be talking about courage in the life of one who is following Christ. Let's get into it. Check it out. Alright guys, this is Ready or Not, and today in studio with Joe. What up? <laughs> uh, a little hesitancy. No, it's alright, and uh, actually fits in perfect. Today, uh, coming just from the perspective of what is courage in the life of, honestly, specifically in the life of a believer, a follower of Jesus, and it's a topic that's um, not so much debated, I think, in my opinion, greatly lacking. I don't know if it's lacking in the world, but you see a great lack of courage in the life of a lot of Christians. But when you read the pages of Scripture, you flip through the Bible, courage is a very prominent thing in men and women of faith. So we're going to kind of tackle this. Uh, I'm coming from the perspective, I really truly believe, and we'll talk about this more near the end of the podcast, but that courage is not uh, some special trait or personality that some people have. It is a skill set that you can develop and grow and choose to walk in, or you can step away from and choose to not have courage. But we'll get into that uh, pretty quickly here. So thinking about um, just this whole idea of being bold, uh, being courageous, it does come from Scripture to us very clearly. Uh, a young man who was left to take over and plant churches and influence a, an entire community the Apostle Paul told him, right, to be ready in season and out of season. And that whole passage and phrase, it actually means that you need to be ready when it's convenient or inconvenient. The whole thing is you need to be ready, on guard. Let's do this, whether it's easy or it's difficult, whether it seems right or wrong, uh, whether there's a great cost or a great benefit. Let's just go. And it takes a bit of courage to be ready in season and out. Uh, I think it's interesting the attitude that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had when they were there. They wouldn't bow down and worship like everyone was in the desert to that golden image. And they're brought before the most powerful man of the time. And he says, look, you need to bow down. And they say, no, we're not going to do it. And it's one thing to take a stand, but it's another one to stay standing, right? A lot of people, you can see, take a stand, but eventually give way and kind of go along with whatever the current culture is doing. These young men had the ability to take a stand and then stay standing. They were threatened, if you don't obey and conform to what we're doing, then we're going to throw you in the furnace. And they said, that's fine. God can deliver us. And by the way, even if he doesn't, we will not bow. So they took a stand, but then they continued to stay standing. Uh, I love Proverbs 28, verse 1. It says, The wicked flee when no one's even pursuing them. They just kind of run and hide no matter what's going on. But the righteous are as bold as lions. And that's what I want to really focus in on today. What does it mean when it says the righteous are as bold as lions? Um, I don't know, Joe, if you've seen a whole lot of lions and National Geographic type stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but just the other day, saw a short little clip of something up in this tree, probably Africa, I don't know, some Sahara Desert type thing. And the tree was rustling around. And what had happened, a lion had chased a cheetah up into a tree and was going after this cheetah in the tree. 
And eventually the, the tree limb broke and they both fell down and the cheetah took off and the lion just stood there like, what just happened? <laughs> but it was this amazing picture that as fast and agile as a cheetah is, the lion had still caught up to it and caught it and was in control of the moment. And that we're supposed to be like that. Life sometimes is faster than us. The world seems to be more agile than us. But we are to be as bold as lions. I don't care who you are or what you're doing. We are to advance as believers in Jesus. Not sit still for too long. Not retreat. But to stand and stay standing. Uh, Yeah, it's awesome. So we talked through this. I want to, first of all, dispel what courage is not, what boldness is not. There's a lot of misconceptions about maybe what what it means to be someone of courage, what it means to be someone that is, is bold and outgoing. Um, so I guess the first thing that comes to my mind when I think of what courage is not, it's not the lack of fear or someone who's never experiencing intimidation, um, that they're just they're still going to experience those thoughts and those emotions of hesitation and fear and the unknown. It all still exists in their lives. It just isn't the primary influence of their lives. Yeah, so the lack of fear, uh, what, does that, what does that look like practically, though? I mean, to not have the lack of, like, we, we all experience fear in our lives. So the, how, do we, how do we combat that fear in our lives then? Well, I mean, we all probably process fear differently. For me, when I get when I experience fear, my next thing is anger. I just get so <laughs> mad. I don't know anger, but I get genuinely mad. There's a little ember of of just frustration because fear is something I don't like to experience. Yep. It reminds yep. me that there is a weakness in my life. Right? I wasn't. Um, strong enough or mentally tough enough to to keep fear away. It got me. It got in my mind. And then I get upset. Like, ah, this little thing crept in and it, I don't know, it makes me super upset. Yeah. I would think for me, when fear creeps in, I think I, my natural response is timidity, just to be like, not anger, but like, like to process this. And as I've grown closer to the Lord, it's to run to the Lord and and to, to seek him in that. But it's, it's it's funny how everybody's processes fear differently, but totally no, like everybody experiences fear, and I know for me, I've had to make conscious decisions to conquer that fear. Yep. Uh, the one of the biggest things that I think of when I think about fear is standing, uh, going to the river, standing on the side of a cliff, and jumping into the water, <laughs> thirty five feet up, and you stand there long enough, the fear's gonna get you. Yep. Uh, but you know, like I, I got to do it. I got to jump. Like I'm, I'm. You're obviously it's safe. You, you got to make sure it's safe. You got to make sure Let the someone else go first. Yeah, make sure. <laughs> okay, the water's good. But just I've learned to process fear and to to head it to take it on face on. Yeah. Uh, but I've it. it uh, the natural response for me is to get down off that rock. Yep. <laughs> run away. Fear <laughs> is the greatest instigator. It, it can create right for me. It's frustration or yep. anger. Yep. For you, maybe timidity is the first at least temptation. Other people, is just this spiral of worry. I mean, it can go all over the place. But the thing to remember, right, is that someone, oh, I'm, I'm not courageous or bold because I experience fear. Like, well, that's not true. We all experience fear. And it leads yep. us all in a different direction. Yep. But the thing to know is fear is going to lead you away 
from whatever God wants you to do. He, God doesn't want me to be upset, angry, or mad. Yep. He doesn't yep. want you to be timid. He doesn't want someone else to be full of worry and anxiousness. Yep. So fear is this instigator, and all it's trying to do is get you further from what God has called you to. Don't uh, you think it's a, it's an important fact, though, too, to recognize that fear in our lives? 100%. Right? To recognize that, like, I'm experiencing fear right now. Yep. And uh, because so I think growing up, that like, fear would grip me, and I wouldn't even process this fear. I was just going based off of emotions. Yep. Yeah, to not acknowledge it, to not identify it. I mean, the moment you can identify your enemy, you can beat them. Amen. That's it. I think that's, for me, was the biggest deciding factor of, like, Courage is not a lack of fear, but it was, uh, like, I did, it's not that I didn't have fear, but it's, courage for me was recognizing that I have fear, and that was the first step. Yep, that, absolutely. Um, one other kind of side of what courage is not, it really isn't this boisterous, loud, domineering personality. That's just someone who's a strange version of extrovert. I don't know. <laughs> or a facade. <laughs> or a facade, yeah. Or trying to even over, you know, over, being overconfident on, on and trying to overcome that fear, I think, as well, yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. So you have personalities that are more quiet and very subdued and others that are loud and exaggerative and uh, very just demonstrative in their personality. And that's fine. But neither of those are courage or timidity. Yep. That's just personality. When we're talking about courage, that is the inner man. Yep. That is your mindset mm -hmm. and your faith really in the Lord and your willingness to do what, you know, the guys that were going to be thrown in the furnace were willing to do, stand and stay standing. Yep. Um so there's what it's not, or at least a few things that it's not, right? It's not the lack of fear or intimidation. It's not somehow this personality that's unnatural for you. In no way would I try and get you or anyone, myself included, to act like someone else. Yep. I am yep. who I am. And every time I've ever tried to do anything outside of my natural personality, it's gone <laughs> wrong. <laughs> it's... It's gone so wrong. Even just trying to be funny. I may say something that's funny from time to time, but the moment I try and do something that's funny, it comes across as insulting and mean or rude. All the time. You insult me all the time. All the time. No. no. <laughs> Is he trying to be funny? No, I, I, I get David's personality, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. Be who you are. God be made you, you a are. certain way. If you're quiet, be quiet. If you're loud, be respectfully loud. Yeah. Like, uh, so anyways. But with that said, I think you should also challenge yourself to recognize that like I might have a tendency to be more timid or to not be, to not go out uh, and, and be this loud personality. But mm. I think we should also challenge ourselves to, to do it in a correct way. I don't know if that makes sense. No, I think 100%. Um, if you're a quiet or reserved person, uh, I am by nature super reserved. Like yeah. I could spend most of my life alone and be okay with that. And so I'm prone by nature to avoid a lot of things. Yeah. And so you have to ask, if you're naturally quiet, is it because fear has kind of pushed you into a corner? Or are you just truly, you're, you're totally free, you're just quiet? Yeah, I think, I think even with that, it's like not using your natural, natural disposition to limit you or to hold you back from what God is doing in your life. So no excuses. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. I mean, I think that's it. We use it as an excuse, right? Yep. Like, uh, oh, I'm 
I, I'm not adventurous, so I'm not going to jump off that cliff into the water, right? Yep. But, you know, jumping off that cliff into that water made me more adventurous, it, and it has defined who I am later on well, in life. And that's exactly what I mean when we talk about, and I believe that courage and boldness is a skill that can yeah, be absolutely. acquired. It's not a personality. A skill, uh, something that needs to be worked on, yep. and, and uh, yeah. So Absolutely. what is it, right? If that's what it's not, it's not the lack of fear or intimidation. It's not defined by a personality or how people know you. It is this skill. Like what? what is courage, right? It is this mental determination. And I think it's really the ability to slow your mind down, to make a decision and then advance in that decision, no matter what the outcome may be. Uh, it doesn't mean that there won't be a cost. It doesn't mean that there's a promise of victory. It's like, look, what am I looking at? How do I handle it? And then you start moving forward. That courage is actually just a decision and determination to move forward in whatever it is. It could be a job you want to go get, a career. It can be a hobby you want to pick up. It can be that girl you want to ask out. It can be the the shifting of your relationship with your parents and family it's immense yeah but so with that so scenario here you make a decision and you're say i'm going to make this decision and with whatever it takes i'm going to make that decision happen and what if it's the wrong decision that okay now that's where i believe and we're coming at this from the perspective of the bible and someone who's a believer in jesus yep. okay you pray you ask God, you don't just whimsically throw a prayer up. That's yep. not what I mean. You, yep. You're really seeking God in this thing. And we're talking about big things. Little things, come on, man, just make a decision. Red <laughs> or green, pick one. Like, do you want tacos or burritos? Like, pick one. <laughs> what kind of coffee do I want? Yeah, I just know. make a decision. Um, but if we're talking about the bigger level things, like you pray and you ask the Lord, and it's like, but what if it's wrong? God is so wonderfully sovereign and merciful so he's sovereign, meaning there's no one above God. He's over all of it, but he's also gracious. Yep. And I love, I take so much comfort in the scripture that says, if a man plans his ways, the Lord will direct his steps. Yep. And I think there's a lot of expectation put on us where the Lord says, I need you, I want you, I'm giving you the freedom to actually. That's the cool thing. There's a freedom, plan your ways. Yep. Want to climb a mountain? Do you want to start a business? Do you want to ask that girl out? Plan your ways, but be surrendered because I'm going to direct your steps. And it may mean your question, right? What if it's the wrong decision? Look, I've missed my off-ramp before going down the freeway. There's another off-ramp. You can double back or be having the detour and God can make detours and bring you back to where he wants you to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think the ability, when I look at... And the people in past history, when I look at people that I admire and see that they're courageous, it's not that they don't make mistakes. Yeah. Mistakes happen. But it's the ability to make a decision um, and and correct that decision by making another decision yeah. uh, if that was maybe not the perfect decision. But the overarching theme, and, and not to hopefully I'm not going too far ahead, but true courage is knowing, uh, having trust in the Lord is faith. And so if the Lord, if you've sought the Lord and you see the Lord and he's given you this decision to make, walk in that decision because he's, he's got you. Yeah. Like you said, he trusts, man plans his ways, but the Lord directs his steps and trust that the Lord's going to direct your steps. And if it's the wrong decision that, that you've prayed, you sought through it and you're like, 
something, it, oh man, I this maybe wasn't the perfect decision. It's okay. Course correct. Iterate. Yep. Change. That's all. Like we constantly had to make. You miss out on on off ramp. Well, guess what? There's another off ramp over there. Circle back around. Go or you know that's that. That's don't the, just give up. That's don't the just, fear thing. Yeah, don't just stop on the freeway <laughs> and park your car. Like I don't know what to do. Yep. <laughs> it's like well, you got to keep driving. Or I'm not gonna leave my driveway yeah. because what if I miss my off ramp? Exactly. And that's the part, honestly, that I I used to get really just wound up. You see so many people in a sense that sitting in the driveway, not yep. getting into life because what if I miss my off ramp? Yep. And it, it used to get me frustrated, but in fact, it's now it's like, oh my goodness, what people are missing out on. We are filled with the same Holy Spirit yep. that raised Christ from the dead. Amen. Like why are we sitting in fear or hesitation or timidity. It's like, let's go. Yep. What if it doesn't work out? Well, and this is, I mean, you're going to hear this out of my mouth a hundred times over the years to come. You're already not doing whatever it is you're contemplating doing. Yeah. Right. If it's that job, well, you already don't have it. So you're starting at zero and worst case, you end up back at zero. Like you lost nothing. Yeah. If it's the girl you want to date, like you're already not dating her. So if she says no, you're all you're just back to where you started. There's nothing to lose in like 90% of these decisions in life. No, and it's so interesting. It's like, you know, the verse that just shall walk by faith. Yeah. Well, it doesn't say the just shall sit by faith. <laughs> you know, it's like walking takes action. There takes action. Yep. Being decisive, make being uh not being courageous takes action. Uh real quick and hopefully yep. uh there's this book I read on uh, George Washington, 1776, and the greatest thing about George Washington was that he was decisive. He made decisions. He didn't always make the perfect decision, but he was able to make change, uh, you know, make better decisions. He would, and it takes courage to do that. It takes yep. a leader to do that. Uh, but the one time where we actually started losing the war, and it was like, man, I don't know if we're gonna win this, was when. George Washington wasn't making any decisions, wow. and everybody was like, they, "He had he he wasn't being decisive. He was sitting down, and the enemy was gaining ground. Wow! And it was when he had to start making decisions. It, it stuck with me like crazy. It's like he was a man of decisiveness, and as soon as he stopped making decisions, the enemy was able to advance. That's and I wild. think that takes courage to just go. I'm going to make a decision. Let's move. Yeah, man, that is that is the whole thing. Really, really, really. And I mean, we can kind of step into this last piece, right? The practicality. If if it's not a personality and it's not the absence of fear, then it's got to be something you can choose to grab onto and grow in. So courage or boldness, however you want to see it, then what are some practical steps? And that's what I want to talk about. How does someone go from wherever they are, z ground zero, they're, they're in a deficit. They're just terrified of life. They haven't left their house in two years. Uh, or someone who's already kind of advancing, but how do you grab onto this thing called courage and insert it into your life? Right? How do you grow in that? Yep. And for me, and I believe it's step one is just that mental check, uh, reality versus perception. Yep. And I don't mean just being introspective or you sit there and, you know, circle up your fingers and focus on your belly button and you're going to have this odd moment with yourself, but being still before the Lord, mm -hmm. asking him to search your heart and your mind, 
to show you what's right. The Bible says that the Lord is the light, and we walk in the light, or what's real. And so step one, if you're ever, whether you're experiencing, you know, confusion over a big decision, or you just have no courage in general, and you want to begin to grow in that, it's that mental check. Like, wh- hold on, what am I afraid of? And should I be afraid of it? Yep. It's like we never grew up. You're the little kid in the bedroom, and it makes sense that you're afraid of the shadow. But now we're in our 20s or 30s or further, and there's these shadows or illusions in life. But worst case scenario, if it fails, you just start off right where you started off in the first place. It's not a loss. Yeah, for me, the reality and perception is a big thing, right? Perception uh, if it's not based in reality, is is uh, deception, I think. Yep, and, yeah, that's good. And it's the author, you know, Satan is the author of, of lies. And there's nothing there's nothing more real than God. God is reality. He He created reality, right? And so if we're, it, I have to go back to the, the fundamentals of like, I'm a, I'm a son of, of the living God, yep. right? I, like God, you know, you have all wisdom, you have all understanding. Let me walk in that, in that truth, um, and give me what reality is. And because God, Satan wants to confuse us, and he wants to he wants to cripple us. Totally. That's, I mean, one example, and I've seen it happen multiple times in my life. No one likes confrontation. Yep. It, it really gets under my skin when people like, well, I don't do confrontation well. I'm like, well, first of all, no one really likes confrontation. There are confrontational people, but that's sin nature. That, they're yeah. not, they don't like it. But we should all be able to do confrontation well because the Bible tells us how to do it and that we have to do it. But for me, right, the clarity is there. Bible says, hey, if someone's offended you, you go and tell them. If they've sinned against you, step one, tell them alone. Step two, bring a witness. Step three, grab someone from church leadership. Right? That's very simple. Then why don't we do it? Well, it's a lack of courage or an infusion of fear because in our mind, the perception is, oh, that person won't receive it they're going to flip out on me. This isn't going to go well. Yep. You don't know any of that. Well, and and I mean, man, if if we go if you, if your priority is is the Lord and we're especially talking about confrontation, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on that. Oh, I'm sure but, we will. Uh that's uh man, if you love people like we're called to love people, you're going to confront people. Yep. It's just the real that's reality and you can't let your timidity, you can't let the lack of courage, let, no, no, do what the Lord's called you to do. Be obedient in that. Because as Christians, we're supposed to be like, that's how, like, we're supposed to walk in obedience. And and that's the, we love people. So let's do it. Yep. 100%. So if you want to see courage begin to swell in your life, it starts that mental check. Like, am I where God wants me to be? What I'm afraid of, is there any actual substance to it, or is it kind of this illusion? Yep. Uh, but then number two, you know, you have to be done with where you are. I really believe if you're going to advance and courage at all, have this boldness, you need to be done with where you are. If that's on the side of the cliff at the river, you need to be <laughs> done standing there. Like yep. I need, you need to come to a point where it's like, well, I'm terrified of jumping, but I'm done standing here. If it's Moving into marriage, you've been dating a girl for just a little too long, and there's like, oh, I'm, I'm nervous, I'm hesitant. Like, how do you do this? Like, just be done with where you are. Let's move forward. And I think a lot of times people get too comfortable. You're the one that just said, right, we walk by faith. We don't sit yep. in faith. Yep. 
And it's great. You you have to really look and be like, okay, I'm done with where I am. I want to move forward. So that mental check with the Lord, let him search your heart and your mind, give you reality versus whatever your perception is. The second thing, look at where you are and are you done with it yet? Uh, and I'd encourage you, most of anyone listening, like be done with it, <laughs> like move on, not move on, move into whatever God has for you. And I know the third thing, I guess, if there's kind of five steps to seeing courage grow in your life, the third thing would be just the decisiveness in advance. I'm going to decide today to make a decision and do it. So before you're confronted with whether you want to or don't want to, you've already made up your mind. I don't know how this is going to go. I really don't know how this is going to go, but I'm going to see this through to the end. Uh, not to go back too many times, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? There had to be this thing in them that was, even as they were gathering in the desert and they were making the decision, three guys out of potentially millions that were not going to bow to this idol, they didn't know how it was going to go that day, but they had decided we're going to stand and stay standing. We're just going to, however this goes, it isn't we're going to try to stand, but then if it doesn't go right the first time, we'll back up. Like we're gonna stand, and we're not gonna not gonna yield to the pressure of the world. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't mean don't yield to wisdom. Okay, if halfway through your decision you find out like this is a bad idea, man, humble yourself and repent. Like go the other way. But ninety percent of the time, if you decide in advance, I'm going to walk into what God has for me, no matter what the obstacles are, no matter what intimidation may jump out at me. No matter who's for me or against me, I'm going to move forward. There's this momentum that comes. It's awesome. Yeah, I, uh, I, there's this. Uh, I, I've said it before, but and and a wise man once told me, he's like, little by little, these things come. You know, for me, a little by little, one of things that led up to me jumping off that cliff, like there were other things that happened before in my life that going you know what, like, I'm not going to let this fear eat me. I used to be so afraid. I remember going to camp and, and, and you take that bus up to camp, up the mountain. And I used to get anxiety and be so afraid about being high up and having, you know, see, you know, like, um, being afraid of the heights or whatever. Okay. And to the fact now we're like, and being afraid of going on roller coasters and, and going upside down. And now little by little though, putting myself out there and taking those steps of action and going, okay. And it leads up to the big decisions in life. I think those little things, I use that jumping off a cliff because I think into water, <laughs> I'm not just saying jump off a cliff, into water. Right? <laughs> wisdom. Wisdom. But those little by little things that come in our life and taking them head on uh, add up. And they, it's God developing you. Yep. Like he, he knows what he's doing. He's leading you and directing you. Take the, but if you're just sitting in your room and you're not doing anything, playing video games all day, that's not gonna, that's not, you're not gonna develop courage in your life. You're 100%. Not, and, and it really takes putting yourself out there and practicing those things. There's tons of ways to practically do that. But. Yep. Well, that's what's wild. Even talking about that, the growing of courage. Uh, Mark chapter four there's a storm. The disciples are going nuts. They question, God, don't you even care? And he, he, it's wild what Jesus says to them. He tells them, you know, oh, ye of little faith. Yep. But he asked them, why are you afraid? It's the same word you find for courage later on in the Bible. 
why are you afraid? Why don't you have courage right now? And he says, you have no faith. Yep. Courage and faith are like married. They are one. They're two sides of the same coin. And But we can grow in our faith. We're supposed to grow in our faith. And in that, we grow in courage. And so wherever you are, learning just to... And it sounds so just borderline strange and irrelevant, but if you're not a decisive person, just start deciding when everyone's standing around and doesn't know what to eat. Like, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? Just make, just, I want to go to Taco Bell. Yeah. Like, what if they don't all agree? It doesn't matter because you're not doing it. Yep. It's just those little bite-sized steps. Uh, I remember I wanted to be able to bench press 300 pounds, right? And in, in high school, like, oh, I wanted to be able to do this. I remember I got 95 pounds stuck on my chest. Like, I couldn't get it off. I, I was 200 pounds away from my goal. And it took years. But eventually, you get stronger and stronger and stronger. And courage is the same way. You don't need to climb Mount Everest tomorrow. But if you start walking, like, you will be there. Yeah, I, I think that's... Uh... You, you, for me, uh, you hit the nail on the head, right? Faith, I like a lack of courage is a lack of faith, especially like in, in major decisions in life that we had to make, um, and, and especially in the way the world is going as Christians and standing up for, for, for what we believe in, yep. for going and like uh, fulfilling the great commission of going out and making disciples and evangelizing. Like we have to have courage, and we have courage not in ourselves, not to, like we, our courage and our, our our courage comes from the Lord. Our faith comes from the Lord. It's in the Lord. Yep. And we need to walk in that. Uh, practically, though, I know for me, like, the little things that, like, I I practiced having courage by, like, even, I don't know, getting coffee and just, or ordering something and asking for something for free. But being nice about it, but just like, hey, do you mind if I get, <laughs> just because we're so timid to ask for anything or totally, just go there. Yep. And it's like, just being, like, why not ask? Asking you to say, I remember I wanted to go to Disney. We were going to Disneyland and my, for whatever reason, my, my mom, I was taking my mom and it was her birthday and I forget what it was. I think she left her pass or something or we weren't going to be able to get in or something like that. I forget what it was or she was blocked. And I said, hey, can you just make some magic happen or something? <laughs> like we never ask. And you know what? They totally did. They totally yep. let her go to Disneyland for free with me. And like, it was just a date with me and my mom or whatever it was. But it was like... Why not ask? And those, like, why not step out? Why not ask the Lord to do something crazy in your life? Yep. You know, why not ask a Lord, like, hey, I ask the Lord for courage. <laughs> like, Lord, give me courage. Step out. Do it. And then walk in it. Yep. You gotta walk. It's this wonderful relationship. God says, look, I can do anything. With you, it's impossible. But with God, yep. I can do anything. Yep. yep. And so as long as you're walking with the Lord... He can cause you to slay giants. He can throw you into furnaces, or the world can, and he can bring you out untouched. I mean, the list, read the Bible. We have a God that just does the most phenomenal, yep. miraculous things. And that's what we get. To, we don't have courage in us. We have courage in a God who completely, I mean, raises dead people to life, yep. redeems sinners, pulls us from a destiny of hell to eternal life. It's, it's incredible. Uh, and I love, and we'll kind of just land the plane here, but I love the reality, right? When Jesus says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, this tiny little faith, you can move mountains. And that doesn't mean we're going to 
you know, toss Mount Baldy or Big Bear into the ocean. Mountains were the symbol of the time when they would talk about mountains. They were talking about kingdoms, earthly powers. Mm. And what Jesus is saying is you could compare a seed to a mountain. It's just a comparison. Okay. It's a word picture. If you have this tiny little bit of trust in me, we can move Rome. That's what he's saying. That's crazy. And if we have this tiny little trust in the Lord, we can influence the entire United States, like, or we could change the world. It's awesome, but we have to trust and walk in who God is. Well, isn't that exactly what we see happens right after that with the apostles? He's yep. like, if you have faith in me, as small as a mustard, and he, they do challenge, you know, they, they, like Rome's not here anymore. Yes, right. Yes. <laughs> Christianity is here. You know, it, it changed the face of the world, right? 100%. 100%. Guys, we're going to wrap this up. I love, I read this little quote the other day. It said, there's nothing in the middle of the road but a yellow stripe and a dead armadillo. I'm like, what? Hold on. This, but it's true. Quit walking down the middle of the road. Pick a side and go for it. There's nothing in the middle of the road but yellow stripes and dead armadillos. So... Don't be a dead armadillo. <laughs> Were they from Australia or something? Uh, te Texas, actually. Oh, they have armadillos in Texas? I guess I, so. I, Time to take a trip to Texas, armadillo land. Quotes? I don't know. I don't know. What are you reading? But anyways, you guys have a great week. Uh, it's been super rad. We'll see you guys next time. And whatever you do, do it as under the Lord, and he will direct your steps. Amen. All right. See you guys. 